All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Abba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever! Yeah! All right, camera! What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk! That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, toys. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Coming to you from luxurious Birmingham. We're here in the air-conditioning house of Colin Ward. Oh, bask in it. Oh, it feels great in here. It's so good. We decided to get out of the heat from last week. Uh, that is my house in Ferndale. Out to uh, this nice, cozy little home here with air conditioning. Mm-hmm. At Colin's house. Colin, thanks for having us. Oh, anytime. As we switch it up here on the Woodward's film cast. Um, guys, this is going to be a rough one, I'm telling you. I'm just saying, I'm, I am completely gone out of it, like, exhausted. Are you going to be able to handle it? Mm-hmm. Probably I, not. I don't know what it is. I don't, I'm not, like, I don't sleep. I don't, I'm not sleeping. I'm working. I come home. I'll eat. I'll work out. I'll go to bed or something. And that's it. And then I, and then I you know, I'll stay up till... 2 a.m. watching Stranger Things again. Again? Yeah. I finished it. Bitch. I haven't started it yet. Hasn't started Stranger Things, everyone. Well, I before, did... You know, before we get into this, let me just formally introduce that this is the Woodward's <laughs> Film Cast, your Detroit <laughs> podcast for film, TV, news, and discussion. Make me cry! I'm here as I am every week, usually more awake, and in my hot Ferndale home with my friends. Tiki Colin, you're here. It's your home, so you first. <laughs> oh, my name's Colin. Colin Ward and <laughs> Mitch Haba. Me, Colin, and Mitch, we get together every week and we uh, sit around and talk about a specific film. And we also talk about some film, TV news, and uh, re- Netflix recommendations. That's what we do here. That is what we do. And since we are experts in film and TV, uh, so-called experts, I'd, no, I, I mean, watch. I mean, I'm just, it's, it is the craze that is that is taking the Netflix world right now. Is Stranger Things, and Mitch is a little late to the game. But you're busy. I'm busy. I am with work and I write stuff and um, I also watched uh, Wrecked on TBS. I, I watched that. That's very funny. You should watch it. Almost getting as much um, press as Stranger Things. That yeah. <laughs> well, it did. That, it did in the did comedy you community. Did say that Wrecked on TBS is very funny? Do you work for TBS? <laughs> I'm not saying it's not funny. Well, I mean TBS very funny. Very funny, right? Yeah. No, it is. Now, what is Wrecked? I don't even. What is that? It's, is that it's a comedy series where a plane crashes. <laughs> Oh, this sounds fun. Yeah, plane crashes on the island, on a deserted island, and like all these crazy uh, characters are trying to survive. Reese Darby is in it. So Lost. Yeah, the first episode is called All Is Not Lost. That's funny. Is it, is it like spoofing Lost? Is it kind of. Is it like that kind of but, atmosphere? No, like? it's not like mysterious stuff like that. Um, it's but I mean, just, like, is it is it like... Is it spoofy? It's is spoofy. It, it's not. It's absurd. It's like, okay. Farcical. Right. Um, yeah. What's your? Is it? Is this your favorite spoof about an airplane crash? I wouldn't call. It, okay, I wouldn't call it a spoof no, in that, in a sense that like Angie Tribeca is a spoof, um, right. but it's it's you know a mock of like Lost type right. show. Right. Uh, I also watched The Witch today. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. We did it. Colin and I did an episode of The Witch. Yeah. What did you think? I really liked it. Um, it was hard to see in my apartment, uh, so and I did I like didn't 
watch it at night. Because you because your eyes were closed. Yeah, I was so scared. Because uh, <laughs> well, we've said on the show before, you don't like scary movies. Not, I don't like movies that jump at you because I don't see a point in them and they freak me out. Mm-hmm. But I like I like this movie because it wasn't that scary. No. It was just no, it's not. It's it, disturbing. It was disturbing, right. and I, I like that kind of movie because um, it really got to me. I'm really thinking about it still. Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I just thought it was well directed. The cinematography was awesome, um, well acted. Very well. Acted. <laughs> the, the guy who plays the dad, William, mm-hmm. has he's in like Game of Thrones and Kingsman. He has like the deepest grovelling voice. It's really hard to hear him, but yeah, I really liked it. Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Oh, that's my. I was just about to say that when. Black, Black Philip is walking around her and is saying that I like. I was just so overwhelmed. Colin, <laughs> in that, the best Colin, way. Is that still? Is that? Sorry, I'm gonna burp. Is that still your favorite? Gross. I'm sorry. Like we're all you know immature here. <laughs> I'll speak for myself. Is it still your favorite film of the 2016? I, I mean, believe so. Way, we yeah, are, we are halfway through this year. We haven't even more than halfway, which is kind of crazy. Damn, that is yeah. nuts. We're halfway through 2016. It's yeah, I feel like next. I haven't seen as many movies as I did last. Well, we we haven't seen as many movies as we did last we year. We haven't. Well, we as a group haven't. Yeah, I, I have. I mean, I you know the month of May and June were basically gone for me. But we started. Uh, we did start earlier. We, yeah, right? we've got January and February. Well, we didn't and really January and February. Either. Uh, it's been a slow year, guys. But is it still your favorite film you've seen? It is. It definitely is. It is. Yeah. I mean, I would have to go over everything that I saw, but. In my head, like I can't recall anything that I've liked more than The Witch. What about Stranger Things? Well, that's not a movie. No, but if, I, you, if you could, if you, I'm just saying, if you, if you, could. no, it's not as good okay. as The Witch. Um, oh really? What about you? Okay. What about you? I, I still think I think The Nice Guys might be my favorite. Oh, that's my of the year. favorite movie. It was of the year. I because I laughed. Yeah. It was exciting. Callan, it was well. Peace. I thought it was well written. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I also Callan's number two. <laughs> yeah, I also really liked um, Eye in the Sky. I think that's a movie I want to rewatch. I it's funny. I was just I, we were you know we we're having political discussion, mm-hmm. um, and you know sometimes war comes up in that discussion. And I was remembering that oh my god that was a great movie mm-hmm. and it was a great it's very topical. And I told I was telling my parents like you guys got to see that movie. Yeah. And I, I think everyone yeah, that's, that mm-hmm. kind of slipped under the not our radar but it slipped mm-hmm. under every other right. radar. I think like not that many people have been talking about mm-hmm. it. And Hail Caesar. I really like that. Yeah, I really like. I would love to love it. I haven't seen it, but I just yeah. have heard like eh, from like I think a lot of people. It's a Coen Brothers movie that doesn't really have a plot. It's like one of those like a day in the life of someone. A Sounds day, very Coen Brothers. Yeah, so. it's like yeah, it's yeah. kind of like the Big Lebowski in that in a sense. It's really weird and funny, and I, if you like Hollywood, you'll love it. Yeah. I think. Um, I did also Captain America. Honestly, it was like one of my favorite movies of the year. I I, I really was still very impressed with that film. So, but but nice guys, I think. I did. You know, The Witch though is there for me. It really is. It and is. That's not my kind of movie typically, but it is there. Mm-hmm. It's just the one that has made me just constantly think about it. You know, days, weeks, months after I've seen it, like I'll just think of something about it. I'm like, whoa, right? Whoa, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um. I didn't know where it was going, but then it told me where it was going in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was like, sign, let me sign that book, too. I'll <laughs> fucking float up in the air. Oh, God. Yeah, I loved I everything it. about I that. Those um, kids were annoying. 
Well, they well what yeah, they deserve. I have to. I have to listen to your guys' episode. That's yeah, episode should, I decided yeah. not to listen to for obvious reasons. Um, but uh, before we get into like a, well, the one piece of news note that we have, I also I want to say I'm gonna put the, I'm putting you guys on the spot right now because mm-hmm. we haven't done this and we had discussed doing this. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> reviewing a TV show. I don't know, oh no, I thought we were gonna do the. Uh, Point counterpoint thing. Well, no, I, I want to do that too at some point again. But uh, we 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 talked very early on in the show. I think when Daredevil came out, that we should review a TV show. We haven't done that yet. Um, I think Stranger Things is a great opportunity. It's only eight episodes long, and uh, it's one that's popular. And I know people want to. For you. if you have, I would say right now, if you listen. have opinions on Stranger Things, send it to us at warwordsfilmcast@gmail.com. And once we get to that episode, or maybe two episodes, I think we should split it from episodes one to four. Episodes four to eight. That sounds like a good idea. Or five yeah. to eight, maybe. Does that math work? Yeah. I think we should do that. So Yeah. Okay. Get on it. All right. I'll I'm watch watching it. Yeah. it again, which is insane. I can't I well, that, that'll be again. good because yeah. if you guys watch it again, then yeah. I'll be like the, the first time watcher. Right, right. And we will be scholars of Stranger Things. <laughs> scholars. Now, Winona Ryder. <laughs> last week we caught up you with... You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I we, love uh, Heather's. We, we, we did a lot of news last week. and oh, By the way, I don't know if I've said this. The film of this week is Star Trek Beyond. Um, and we will discuss that momentarily. Uh, but before we do that, we'd like to talk about some uh, movie TV news, which there wasn't a lot of this week. Last week, we caught up on Comic-Con, so there was a boatload. There was a million trailers, all that stuff. But this week was kind of slow. I feel like the industry just took a breather. But there's one important piece of news, which I think on the heels of our last episode of the Ghostbusters female remake... That this news, Mitch, is very interesting. Guys, are Guys. you ready for this week's installment of This Week in Reboot News? Oh. Splash is being remade. <laughs> Splash. The famous Tom Hanks film. Is it with Daryl Hannah? It yes. Is with Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. I remember seeing that movie back in a hotel room when I was very young. It's very strange. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I remember watching that movie in a hotel room. I don't remember where I was vacationing with my family, but it was on. But I do remember the movie and Daryl Hannah's non-legs. Yes. Mm, those scales. <laughs> Flippers. Scales. So anyway, this is going to star Channing Tatum and Jillian Bell. You all know Channing Tatum. Jillian Bell is in Workaholics. She plays Jillian. Uh, <laughs> she's very funny. I think she's also in like the Pitch Perfect movies? Maybe I'm completely wrong about that. Mm-hmm. She, I know she's in some movies. She's in movies. But it's going to be a merman. This Channing is the, Tatum. This is the twist. Yeah. Jillian Bell is not the uh, the mermaid. Yeah. Channing Tatum is. And I think that is going to be funny as hell because Channing Tatum is plays a really goofy, strange man. It, it's going to be funny as hell, but where is the uproar... Of the Splash fans that are worried about their main character being gender swapped. Well, you know, Splash fans are just rabid. and yeah, That is not what this is about, all right? Let's be honest. This is way more acceptable for a man to take over a female role than it is a female to take over a man's role in, a, in an 80s or 90s remake. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not I'm, I know. I completely I agree. I just think it's fascinating. But I, I think... I think the fan base of Splash, Splash is a little different than the fan base of Ghostbusters. Uh, but there was a little bit of well, let's I'll bring that up after this. I was well, I was going to say um, as a uh, big fan of Splash, I'm terribly offended. 
What? <laughs> I've never seen Splash. You know, I ne- honestly, I've never seen Splash. From I, what I remember when I was seven. <laughs> you know, I saw Splash in the, the VHS the VHS aisle at Blockbuster. I saw Splash at Blockbuster <laughs> all the time. And just always, what always stuck out to me was Daryl Hannah's bangs. and uh, Her hair looks so salty. Yeah. It's just, it's just like... <laughs> I'm getting. I think I'm getting Free Willy and Splash now confused. This isn't the one where like Daryl Hannah like jumps over Tom the thing and he's like puts the hand over the, the seawall to is escape. That, yeah, that. there's a lot of just like silly, dumb humor. Like, oh, she's in the bathtub, just, just kind of at, stuff. Look at this. Oh, look at that. Just look at this. Picture. Look at all that hair. She he looks like she's letting out a fart. There's like four wigs going on in that. And he looks like he's smelling it. Well, I would too. Um, <laughs> what is what is a mermaid's fart? Where get, does it fart? That's how they get the title. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> gross. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I like you're, Channing Tatum. You're looking forward to it. Yeah, I am. I think it could I be mean, funny. It's one thing to be like, uh, you know, the, you, you, this could be fun to watch on HBO four years from now. Nah. But you're you are gonna be there in line. Of course. Splash oh, I'm not gonna be in line, but I've, I'll I'll well, I'll go what, see it. What did, did you see? Well, you because you this you're this off this is off your heels of uh, that Coen Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Hail Caesar! Hail Caesar! Hail Caesar! <laughs> Caesar. Yep. He does some swimming in that, doesn't he? Uh, no, but he does dancing. Oh, he does dancing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you haven't seen Magic Mike, have you? No. But, but oh, he does. Saw, he does you, dancing in that right. too. So he you, also does I, some so dancing and step up. Does that get you jacked? I, I, I have a feeling he won't be doing any dancing in Splash. Oh, yeah, be, maybe some water hard. dancing. Like he's like. Well, I don't know. Does, does he or she get legs at the end of the movie? Is this like a Little Mermaid thing? Really? Yeah. Is that true? Oh. Yes. I wonder if they'll take a difference. That's why she's that. standing I, I in wonder. that photo. You just. <laughs> <laughs> they could be on a rock. I don't know. Yeah, I will say that maybe I would like them to see a, pro- a progressive uh, version of this film where Jillian Bell becomes a mermaid, and they or, live happily ever or, after underwater. Or she just sees him every once in a while when she swims, but they still get married or something because she's just so in love with him. Well, why does she have to conform to him? Why does but she have to drop he, her why life? Why does he have to drop <laughs> being a fish to be a human? You know, I mean, that's his dream. It's the six pack. Plastic six-pack rings in the water. Just, just <laughs> got to get away from it. Mm-hmm. Too much pollution, yeah. Maybe that yeah. will be. Uh, but that reminds me, there was actually a little bit of, uh, uh, not as big as Ghostbusters outrage, but they are making a Rocketeer sequel. The 90s superhero movie that's kind of campy, but right. fun. There's and it's going for that? Yeah, because the... Uh, person who's going to take over for the rocketeer is going to be a black female young oh. young black female well that nothing will piss fanboys off more than that <laughs> probably it's going to take place in the cold war should yeah. be i i like i've it's been a while since i've seen rocketeer I've also not seen the rocketeer. but it's it's pretty fun it's like a it's a tight movie it's got you know it pays off <laughs> hmm Never heard of it. It's '90s camp, really, yeah. but it, it's better than the '90s Captain America movie. Uh, th- this is b- before we get to Star Trek because there's like l- a least amount of uh, uh, news this week. By the way, did we just take a moment? To, did we just take a moment to understand that Jillian Bell is like 
she's being Tom Hanks is being recast as Jillian Bell. <laughs> yes. But if you could remake one Tom Hanks movie, what would it be, and who would star in it? I'll let you think. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Mm. Um, Bosom Buddies TV show does not count because that's not a movie. What's uh? This is really funny. What's I took, that first? Was that one of the first ones he did? Was it? Uh, was it called Bachelor Party or something? What was that one? Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, no. there is a Bachelor Party. Bachelor yeah. Party. He's in that, right? Yeah. I I don't want them to remake that because I've never seen it, and you know, you know, but it would be remade, and Miles Teller would be <laughs> would be the lead. But if they were to remake a movie, uh. A league of their own, but an all guy baseball yes. team. <laughs> there you go. But who plays Everything is opposite. There's crying in baseball. <laughs> it's a bunch of guys just getting really so- like mopey and they're that's losing good. all the time. Uh, that's that's good, bitch. It's an alternate reality. Yeah, I like that. Where guys are kicked to the curb and all the women are off fighting. <laughs> I'm actually this is a le- this is a legitimate thing. Um, I'm going to say the Da Vinci Code uh, with anyone. Being that character, besides <laughs> Tom Hanks, I gotta say because that movie's cut. That uh, what's that movie called? Uh, Angels fucking, and Demons. No, not Angels. The new one, Inferno. 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 Because yeah, I, I didn't, and I didn't read uh, the books, but I just always thought that was a weird casting. Like, why not go for like a younger dude who like? Because if you're gonna do these movies, because like, they're doing, it's almost been ten years of these movies, and they cast Tom Hanks. At, at the start of this thing and it's not like he was a young sprout what what do you mean we we're not gonna cast a two-time academy award-winning actor who's one of the most recognizable faces in movies to be in to be movie? A, what, what do you mean hey kale to, tom hanks is robert langdon okay am i being ageist here no i i just um <laughs> no, y- I, yes my answer is yes yes like to that question i'm not hating tom hanks i wouldn't cast him as indiana jones well, he, no, but Robert Langdon and Indiana Jones are two different people. I know, but Robert Langdon needs say, to I'm, have studied. Like, he can't be a young person. He has to be a like oh established doctor of science, symbology, symbology, <laughs> symbology. symbology. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember what he studies. So he had to live at the time he was studying. <laughs> no, when I re- see when oh. I read when I read the Da Vinci Code back when I was like naive, I know, no, fifth, naive and fifteen, uh, I I remember I remember liking it. Uh, it was it's a good good read, quick read. Um, but from what I remember in my head, I don't I never pictured Tom Hanks as that. Yeah, person. That's I'm, that's I'm, so I did picture more of an older character. Oh, you pictured older? No, I did. Yeah. Oh. Because they don't do many, they don't do actiony stuff. I know, but the, there's like a certain like, I always because I, I, mean, I didn't read the whole book, but I always thought there was like a certain youthful charisma about the character. Maybe I was I was reading it wrong. Maybe I was just young and naive. Like I said. <laughs> so who would you want to start in that? Um, Channing Tatum, John Hamm. <laughs> Oh, John Hamm. He's okay. the, like the same age. He wasn't in 2006. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good casting, though. That, that'd be interesting. Uh, but I, I want a, I want a Tom Hanks remake from Colin before we get into Star Trek. Um, Turner and Hooch. Aw. What kind of? But you you stick with the same kind of dog? Would you go different? 
Uh, what is this? Is it was the female Turner? Wait, or was Hooch? No, the female will be the the female would be the dog. Wait, was Hooch the guy? No. Because <laughs> that would have been misleading. I cried during that movie. No, Turner, 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 and Hooch. That would be a fun remake. That would be, that would be a good remake. Everyone likes dogs, but everybody knows how it's gonna end. Wow. I don't. This I generation. Never you never seen it? Nope. You should watch it. I don't like dog movies. They make me cry. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll make you cry. So <laughs> Here, you ain't wrong about that. I can't sit through Marley and Me. Um, yeah. Well, great. This this kind of got off the rails, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the point is, um, uh, they're remaking Splash. Um, <laughs> that movie that none of us have really seen. <laughs> And we, but we have an opinion. We had very because, strong opinions because it's 2016 it. and the internet exists, and we're doing a podcast, and you have to listen. Um, <laughs> let's get to our movie of the week, guys. That's where the theme music will come in in months from now when I have it. The uh, movie this week was Star Trek Beyond, directed by Justin Lin, written by Simon Pegg and uh, Doug Jung, um, and some other. I think that I don't think JJ. So JJ Abrams was a part of this. But not as much as the other ones. That's like, like the, that's like the thing. He directed the second one. He directed the first one. But he was kind of busy with another star movie when this was being made. Um, and uh, yeah, it came out. Can we come out two weekends ago? I think. Whenever it came mm-hmm. out, it did pretty well. I think they were pretty happy with it because I think a lot of people were like, "This isn't going to do as good as the next two, the last two. Um, it also suffered from a bad trailer. It suffered from a bad trailer, which I would. I that's, I'm going to get to that. We're all going to get Sorry. to that. No, no. I mean, like, not well, the reasons people hate it. The, the Beastie Boys were in the trailer, and people were kind of weirded out by that because it wasn't very Star Trek-y. It's also in the movie. Spoilers. It's also in the first movie. Um, it is in the first movie, but it, it's like a plot point in this movie. Yes. Um, Pays off. Maybe. Yes. Um, anyways, let's let's uh, quickly read. I remember when we watched the trailer for this. Like, it was a here. Remember we watched the trailer? Like the last trailer we watched. It was last time we did it. We did the nice guys episode in your house, Colin. Remember oh, that? Yeah, I do remember that. And yes. I I remember. Did we watch that here? Or I, maybe not. I remember we watched it together, but I don't know if it was here. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Were you excited for it, Mitch? Um, the trailer did not make me excited for okay. it. It made it look like a really stupid action movie. But I was also like, oh, they're not on the ship. But at the same time, they blew up the ship, which happens in every every movie. Um, but I liked the idea of them being like marooned on a planet and having to work together. To- right. Callum, did that excite you, the, the trailer? For- no. <laughs> Man, me neither. I mean, I remember being like, I just have no opinion on this. It just looks like a movie. But I, I mean, as like us, I guess a person who's never seen Star Trek in their lives, the only ones I've seen have been the JJ, the JJ Abrams ones. Yeah. I wasn't excited about the first Star Trek either, and I wasn't excited about Into Darkness either. I still saw them and I still enjoyed them, but um, it's not a f- movie or franchise or something that gets me excited. Right. Anyway. Um, and I, I, I would agree. I with you. I mean, I've seen a lot of Star Trek in my life, and I've, you know, like. My father was a big fan of the TV show, and whenever it was on like sci-fi, I would watch it. But I never was a big. I was never a big fan of the movies. Like I think Wrath of Khan is like. I know everyone. It's like a Star Wars fan saying this, but I, I think it's like an overrated movie. I don't know why people think it's genius, but I really like the JJ ones, which might be because it's not really. They're Star more Trek. actiony. They're more like yeah. I don't know if you ever 
watch the old Star Trek movies, it's way slower paced than these three. Like it's a completely different kind of yeah, style. It's less action. They're slow it's burn. More, more le- like legit sci-fi. Like it's about like mm, political, political and science and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I loved the first one. I didn't like Star Trek Into Darkness. You guys, Colin? I liked it. You like both? Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I like the first one. I did not like the second yeah. one. It was on TV again, and I was trying to watch it, and I was like, "What? It's another, you know, another like uh, evil military general guy." And it was for me. It was more than just like the because if you've seen Wrath of Khan, it's the, it's a similar. It's like they they like are force feeding you in a way similar to like Force Awakens, where it's like the same plot beats mm-hmm. in certain places. But they flipped something. They flipped some things, and like that kind of was just too much for me. But it's yeah. more than that. There's something off about that movie, mm-hmm. I thought. Mm-hmm. Anyways, new director, <laughs> fresh movie, fresh writer. I mean, Simon Pegg didn't write the other two. He's just, Simon Pegg has written stuff. But um, let's get into Star Trek Into Darkness. Let's go around and, and say uh, what we thought of the film in our first thoughts. Colin? Um, um, Home team? I thought this movie was fine. And I think that's a good word to describe this movie. Fine. I... Um, was entertained. Uh, I thought there were some things that didn't really work and uh, uh, things that never quite paid off or things that weren't used to its full advantage. Idris Elba. Um, But it's an entertaining movie and I I laughed at at points. I think there's two really great action sequences in this movie. Um, probably my least favorite out of the three star treks i've seen um but it, again it's it, it's a fine movie fine movie it's um, fine uh mitch what were your th- your first thoughts uh i think it's more than fine i really like this oh, movie really? yeah okay i really did i mean um besides the obvious fault of an underdeveloped villain um i thought it did a great job of um character development and relationships in the movie uh, we got to see like certain characters with other characters that we normally wouldn't, you know, see them react interacting unless they're on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that a lot about it. The you're right. The, there are two great action sequences that um, were really like desperate situations. That you're like, there's how are they going to survive this? There's a lot of cool technology and um, cool effects, but not like to the point where they became tiresome. So like yeah, I liked the I liked the final battle and the battle uh, in the beginning really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I will say first that I'm not a I'm not like familiar with Justin Lin. Like I I don't I don't I'm not caught up in the Fast and Furious movies at all. I mean there's nothing against them or anything. I just like haven't done it. But I will say that um, Colin, you said that this is the least favorite of the three Star Trek films. Mm-hmm. I think this is. Um, for me, I, I enjoyed this film a lot. Like, it's fun. And I, I think it's uh, just as... It's, well... The the thing about the first Star Trek movie is that uh, it's, like... It's got the plot stuff and the entertainment stuff. Whereas, like, this one is just pure entertainment. Like, it's not as deep. It's not as heavy. It's not, like... There's not a lot of soul to this. But it's, like, very superficial. And that's fine for me. Like, I'm not a big Star Trek fan. So I don't care to, like, dig deep into, like... Exactly. What's yep. going on in, in, in Captain Kirk's life or what's going on in Spock. I mean, they kind of touch on it in this movie, but I really think that they, they were like, let's just do let's just do the, that, that episode in the middle of the Star Trek season where, like, 
It's just an adventure. And that's it. They get trapped somewhere. They have to get out of it. What's going to happen? How is Kirk going to get out of this one? And that's what it was. And I'm, I'm fine with it. It was fun. It was good. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, I'm not basing it on any of the Star Trek episodes I've seen because I haven't seen any. Right. But from people I've heard, I've, I've, I've read their um, reviews or read their thoughts on the movie. They said that this was kind of like an, felt like an extended episode. Um, yeah, in one of the Star Trek mm-hmm. seasons, yeah. which I mean, it, it's fine. I mean, but for me, as like an audience viewer of of this movie, I it did kind of feel like an extended. It felt like it was a very contained story that won't have any effect on previous or future um, movies, which it's which can be fine. Is that what you know? Is that what made it? just fine for you or what like no that's no, not what was no. it you think um the underdeveloped villain i got really tired of being on that planet i didn't get enough of kirk and spock together i think you, you get teased that at the beginning of the movie that this is going to be like a like a relationship like they're going to explore the relationship between the two and they're hardly with each other yeah um and besides those two action sequences, I don't. There wasn't any like really exciting, standout pieces besides the two. The one at the beginning, which I thought was really good, and then when they come in, and then the BC Boys are playing. I thought that was used really well too. Right. But um, I don't know. It just something just felt a little off that it wouldn't. That maybe. This just the story just didn't seem to have that much weight to me, right? Would be my, I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like it, it just touches the surface of something. It doesn't really like, like you. I don't know if you, like you when there's a Star Trek four and there will be. Do you think anything in this movie is gonna come? Like, I mean, really, do we see anything in this movie coming back to affect the fourth one? I think Jayla will be with him. Maybe care like maybe Jayla's with them. Maybe Idris Elba's character has some sort of, I don't know. Well, I could. Who I, knows what could happen? I would. I like, thought that I the think it's gonna be time travel or whatever in this next one. I thought that the commander's daughter from Into Darkness would be back in this one too, and she wasn't. Well, t- well, yeah, yeah, but she was kind of useless in that movie. Yeah. yeah, but basically, I mean. Anyone in the world could see this movie. You don't have to even know who Captain Kirk is, right? I mean, it's just yeah. it's just a yeah a very contained story, and that's mm-hmm. what you don't like about it, basically. Yeah, I mean, when I felt like the first two movies, there was like some weight to what was at stake, right? And this one, I didn't. Hmm. And maybe that is a lot because I just wasn't didn't feel too threatened by Idris Elba's character. I did at first, but then when we kind of like don't see him for a while and he's not really looming over the people and then you have a really rushed explanation of why, why he's he doing is. this right, yeah, right. Um, yeah. It's just he's so dramatically underused that it just took any tension out of me when then all of a sudden oh wait we're he wants to destroy the base okay let's go there <laughs> yeah I actually I think I felt like he almost didn't need to be in most of the movie. Or like mm-hmm. he wasn't really a, a he didn't have much presence of yeah. threat. Like he wasn't there all the time. He he. It's like it is kind of. I can agree. It is kind of that typical plot of um, they're looking for a weapon, and when they get it, they'll kill people. And I didn't really understand why. Besides, like they were just exiled or marooned, and they couldn't. 
they nobody came to get them right. or whatever. Um, and then they went crazy. But there, there's no like explanation beyond that. And it's it, the movie does a does a fairly good job. I think it would have been more effective if we watched the two before, right beforehand and then watched this one. But I guess if you know the characters a little more, you can kind of uh, understand like their relationships with each other. But you were saying, Colin, that uh, you wanted to see Kirk and Spock together more. I thought the entire first movie was about Kirk and Spock's relationship, whereas the second one was... I don't even also about their relationship <laughs> and I this one was kind of I liked that they were in a part that they were apart so we got to see Kirk interacting with other people in the crew and Spock and Bones together yeah. which you know they have an interesting relationship as well yeah no I, I I like seeing those but Spock and Kirk I think they're the two most talented and the best at delivering comedic scenes together where I, I wanted to see that. I, I'm genuinely. I think you have two very talented actors yeah. there that I like to see them together and to not see them together. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. didn't rub me the wrong way. It just wasn't gratif like gratifying. It wasn't or, enough. To, yeah, yeah. I, I I felt like Spock wasn't much of this movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, I would say to Callan's point, it's not even that you go into a Star Trek movie wanting to see a movie about Kirk and Spock's relationship. Which you do because they're the two. They're just they're two different kind of philosophies that work together to get to a common goal, and that's interesting. That's part of the big Star Trek theme. But in this movie, in the beginning, they set it up like there's going to be some huge consequence with mm-hmm. their relationship, or they're going to be tested with their relationship. And really, you know, even this whole thing with um, Ambassador Spock and the death and all that stuff, and then Kirk getting. Um, you know, applying for another job and that barely even gets touched on. But you, you think at the beginning of the movie, oh man, we're really going to get into how those, those situations affect their relationship and affect the enterprise. And it doesn't really, I mean, like both of those things lightly pay off at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. The middle of the movie is not even about it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's kind of part of it. But you really, you really, really, I'm kind of like, in the middle, like you liked the Colin thought it was fine. You really liked it. I did. Yeah, I really liked it because I thought it was self-contained. It was you funnier, liked that, you liked funnier than the others. Right. Um, and I think I'm just I really like Simon Pegg's writing. I'm used to his writing and how um, how much things pay off. Like things in the beginning of the movie, everything has a payoff toward the end. But now that we're talking about it, I do. I do think that there were some missed opportunities in setting up like their backstory. We, we get like that. It starts off with captain's log, you know, they're on their third year of their five year journey in deep space on diplomatic missions. And that's, you know, that's an, that's interesting. Like they're doing a lot that of stuff was interesting. Yeah. I, I really I like that. I was like, yeah. Holy shit. They're going nuts. I really like that. So that, so that's why I was kind of like, I was really um, I guess we'll get into spoilers now because we've been yeah, talking about spoil, it for a while. Spoil. I recommend you see it. I think it's good. If you like Star Trek, see it. But, um, or if you just like action movies and the Beastie Boys, uh, <laughs> if, um, there's a the when they the minions or whatever they are crawl uh, Idris Elba's characters like you know swarm attacks the ship. It's really intense. Like. There is no way they are getting out of this without suffering mass casualties, which is what happens. I mean, they lose probably Mm -hmm. 80% of their crew. Um, 
but that, but while that's happening, I'm not like we're not seeing like these people dying horribly. We're just you know kind of they come down, there's shooting, and then like we're we're on a scene of Spock in a corridor of dead bodies, and it's like red shirts, red shirts, right, right. women and men, and yeah, I, that, I mean that sequence was amazing. I loved it, but it also didn't have that same effect of like holy shit like a lot of people just died yeah you don't really ever yeah mm-hmm. it's like it wasn't like we have to save the whole crew it was like we have to save the principles yeah. <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> which you know i did like they they use some some crew members who are aliens to the advantage of the story there's a lady with the weird like finger head things yeah. that was hiding, hiding the uh things she was cool um you know, that paid off when he's like, I need you to, you know, I need something from you. Um, but yeah. Well, let's, <laughs> let's talk about is it the finger hands lady. Let's talk about. The, Can we the, come up with a better name for her? <laughs> it looks like her hands. What is that? It looks like one of those like head grabbers from, uh, from alien. From alien. Yeah. yeah. It looks like she had two of those on the back. Let's of talk her about head. the look of the film. Did, did this, do you guys think this distinctly looked, I mean, it's a new director. Do you think it looked different than the other two or did it seamlessly go through and either way, what did you think of the way it looked? There was a little less lens flares. A little less lens flares. <laughs> a little yes. less. Uh, it looked a little bit more gritty too. I would say. I thought it was, it was more I, gritty, but it was also more colorful. It was more colorful. Way more colorful. Yeah. I think the lack of lens flares flares helped with that a little. <laughs> yeah. Um. I you know I thought I thought it fit pretty well into it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was the the shoot the way it was shot kind of fit more with um just. It was more like here it is, you know. Here, here's this world instead of like this world's shiny and and chrome. Although we did have like a little too long of an introduction to that. Uh, what do you mean? What's that space Yorktown. station? Yorktown. I like that. <laughs> I mean, I like it was, it. That it was, was cool, cool for like a minute and a half, and like a four minute scene of like. Felt very Tomorrowland to me, like all of it. Uh, it looked. I thought it was really cool though. Especially when they like take off from there and it just goes right. poof, like straight out. I will say if if lens flares is JJ Abrams things, and again I'm not I'm not a Fast and Furious fan, but Justin Lin's things must be like spinny cameras from up above because mm-hmm. there's so much of that crap. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm not complaining about it, but yeah. um, I also love the way the warp speed looked. How it like when they um, not from inside but from outside, like when it showed it like going warp speed and like the space around it, like kind of. Yeah, like it's waving cool. around it. That yeah. looked really cool. What about the the costumes and makeup though? Good. I, I the makeup stuff in this was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like really incredible. I thought. Mm-hmm. I loved like even from the super alieny looking things like finger hands or <laughs> or Idris Elba's character, but like yeah. Jayla's like look was just yeah. Felt I mean it's not, but it felt really fresh and original. I don't know. I can't pinpoint why. Maybe it's the the quote-unquote jeans look with like the, the like the alien face. And stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what mm-hmm. it was, yeah. but I, I loved it. What did you guys think about? Yeah, that? I like the look. There was yeah. a, they looked like they didn't look like people in costumes to me. They didn't at all. No, uh, they didn't look. I mean, because they weren't CGI. Yeah, they didn't look like. There was that one woman. I don't remember her name. The alien who betrays them, who leads them into the trap. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked really good. That was awesome. It just it, her language sounded like she was teaching or she was speaking like. Iranian though or something like that it didn't sound like an alien language it was just like Eastern European or Middle Eastern sounding it's like ah, hmm. where is she from 
Um, what did he, you think of like Idris Elba's look? I wish it just would have stayed the same the whole time too. I mean, yeah, they tr- I, I they would try to like show like how he changes his yeah, look. But. Well, I didn't really understand like the beneficial like why that would like where he needed to change his look so often like on a planet that he was ruling. But, right, right. But it, it I, I don't know. Well, it, it was so jarring the second time I saw him when he comes out of the pod on the Enterprise and like the can't you know he does like the tilted camera like like zoom in on him i'm like he looks fucking terrifying mm-hmm. um but then we saw him later and like it, it seemed like all like all the like detail was almost taken out of his face it, i just wish they would have kept one look for him yeah yeah because i, 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 I agree. agree i agree yeah because i didn't know why it goes back to like i don't know what he's trying to do yeah he's just another another character that just wants to kill people well i mean that's Let's let's talk about that. I mean, you think his character and actor skills were underutilized. Oh, definitely. Um, but did you like, even though it was super, I mean, did you like the idea of his character at the end of the movie when they kind of tell you, like, it's like last minute. They're like, oh, wait, here's a story. Yeah, yeah. I think that it's there. It's just they rushed through that part and he could just could have been kind of looming over the whole the whole movie a little bit more. Right. Um, because like- I feel like you can you have the opportunity to feel sympathy for him at some point, given that story, but you never do. Um, no, you don't. We yeah. don't have time to. Right? Yeah. The, the movie. Yeah. Like, what the hell? So you would have liked that reveal of him being a, a former uh, Federation captain. Captain. Um, you would Admiral. have liked that a little bit earlier. Like whatever that Way was. Just, what if they just knew that right away? I mean, what, does that need to be a twist? I mean, yeah, like a Colonel Kurtz sort of thing. Yeah, does it? Yeah, right. I would like that. I would have liked that more. Um, but yeah, because I don't know what he's trying to do when he's like sucking the energy from those people, which is a horrifying scene. Right. You know, um, but I just like okay. So he's what? trying to yeah, be like why? younger. Is he getting power? That's what or, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah like, is he getting power from them or is he just making himself younger? And if he's making himself younger, why is he look this way now? Do, are we told that? Did I miss it? I don't know. Why does he look that way? Is uh, it the planet they're on? Does it do I, that I, to I them? I might have missed it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they didn't really explain it. Right. I don't think they did. And then I didn't really, I just didn't understand his motivation. Why was he angry at the Federation? Was it because they... Well, because they left him. They right? left him. Exactly. They didn't come searching for him or... I think so. And he he didn't like the idea of all these races and people being together. Was that? I thought. I don't remember. Oh, because there was... This is bad. That all three of us saw this movie and we... I mean, not bad. <laughs> not, I mean, like, seriously, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't clear. It no. wasn't clear. No. Maybe it wasn't clear because we didn't think we needed to care by the end of the movie. Because it doesn't seem like there's that much. Like, there's, there's, there's no, you know, midway through this movie, they're like. You just elbow bad. Yeah. They need to escape. Right. Yeah. Then that's it. And then yeah. once they escape, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. That's all you're trying to get. So maybe we just didn't care enough to, to look for these things. I don't know. I, I swear, he, it was something about he didn't like the idea of the Federation being together and encompassing all these people um, of different. He didn't like war, which was ironic. <laughs> remember, I remember him saying something about that. Like he was part of some sort of war that really fucked them up, and well, they, a, they were like, "For what?" Now, thing, yeah, kind of, I guess, right? But yeah. you, but I would have liked that. 
mission at first instead of the like, oh, we were brought here to, so, so that they could take our ship. So would you oh. have liked a straight up Apocalypse Now thing where like they're going out to find this guy? Would you? What if? What if that was the the plot? Like like um, they know he's crashed there and and they've chosen Kirk and the Enterprise to go out and find him, find him, and, and, then, ta- and, and then, talk to him. Yeah, and then and then they go to this planet and then they find Idris Elba's character. And they think that he killed this guy, but in reality, it's him. You know right. I mean? Like maybe that would have been, been a little better. That would have been more interesting, I thought. Yeah, I think. Well, especially because be- I couldn't believe that every single member of the Enterprise didn't object to that mission in the first place. Like, yeah, I, know. I, I just pictured like her like saying like the one who betrays him. Uh, being like, well, this is what happened. And I can just like someone in the back being like, can we talk about this for a little bit? Like, <laughs> how can we like, trust it her? It seems so. <laughs> oh, you want us to go into this place where a bunch of people just died and like, you're really vague about a lot of this. Like, um, excuse me. We don't know what she's speaking. We have to use a special like translator. We don't know anything about this race. Now I know we're in the future and we're not supposed to be racist against species, <laughs> but how can we trust this person? <laughs> it is bizarre. And, and did anyone in this room think that that non finger hand lady, the other one, fish fish head lady, fish head. creepy Gills. Lady. gill lady? Did you, did anyone here think she she wasn't a traitor? No. From oh wait, we're, we're the traitor lady. Yes, I'm asking. Did you believe? Like, did you for a second think that she was a genuine trying to? At first, I did. You no, did. but then I yeah. At first, I did. But then, as it started, I was like, okay, this yeah, I'm not. I don't believe this girl anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's just like. Well, it's just her incompetence level. How is this incompetent person the only one that survived? Was right, very right. confusing to me. <laughs> well, she's like, I'm a captain. She said, I'm a cat. Right? She's the, I'm trying to save my crew. Right? Oh. Was she? Yeah, but oh. she wasn't. Like you, like she, she, was, she didn't yeah, seem she, competent to right. be that. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. why I was like, I can't see like no one objecting right. to this. She didn't come across as a captain, not being sexist against alien females. <laughs> but she didn't. Her character did not seem like a captain type. No, Jayla did. Yeah, yeah Jayla. Jayla did for sure. Yeah. But uh, um. And it just like was like, well, can we maybe send out like a reconnaissance ship first, and yeah. then we can send send, send out a- our most important ship in the fleet. They send out a ship with a giant like a red shirt on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just question the way that Yorktown is run after at, at this point. Like, you need someone else in charge asking yeah. these questions. <laughs> Captain Kirk. <laughs> right. Um, uh, action scenes. You guys mentioned the crazy, awesome action scenes. Yeah. What were your, uh, Mitch, why don't you, like, what was your take from the action? Well, the period? first one when they're attacked is cool. I like those ships that would just, like, blast, you know, them. rip through and then embed themselves in and open up so that, like, the people, the aliens dropped there, in. That was really neat. I like that. There is a Star Wars Clone Wars episode from years ago where the trade federation uses like i mean i'm not saying that they stole it but it just like reminded me of it it was really like interesting that it's a very like very and it's a cool concept in a space movie that's just gonna ram right into there open up yeah troops come out why doesn't everyone do that seems like a great idea yeah it was yeah. cool i also liked how the disc d- d- detached from yeah, the uh the flying the, saucer yeah the base that was cool um there's just some cool science stuff in it that i really liked as well as the the ending, when they play the classical music. <laughs> right. What did you? Um, was that one of the two? You said there was two. Yeah. Reactions. The the opening, the, the the first big one. The beating the shit out of the Enterprise. Yeah. Again. Yeah. That, yeah. I, yeah. That was cool and scary, and uh, I liked all that. Yeah. Um, 
and then I liked when they, um, w- I liked the Beastie Boys sequence. Yeah, I thought that was when cool they, too. They when they the packed USS the radio. Yeah. What about first of all J Lo's little trick, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh, the little mirage. Yeah, having uh, these little hologram things. Those were cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And the way they used that in the motorcycle scene. And what did you guys think of? You know, there's this like motorcycle. Chase isn't really the right word. Diversion. I don't. It, it, He's the, just the riding time around. The tri- space of that scene was really confusing to me. Yeah. Just the. I don't know. But did you guys like that? Was it on Star Trekky? Was it too Fast and Furiousy? Like, what did you? I don't know, I'm just curious because that, that I noticed that wasn't brought up, and that's like a center action scene of the movie. I mean, I don't think it was bad, and it's not. Yeah. Enough, it wasn't enough for me to like know that. Like, I mean, I know that. I'd, I thought it was fine, but I like fine. it wasn't like distracting in a way where I, I can say that I didn't like it. But it just compared to the other action sequences. Yeah, um, yeah. It, I didn't think when it happened. I didn't think it was like, oh, this is the end. It was like this is just a setup for the actual yeah. ending. Yeah. Um. But I, I liked it. I didn't really understand how it. You know, I know it's crazy future science fiction, but I didn't understand how it worked. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> like so. Can he be shot? Like that's what? what I, that's, like, yeah. I didn't understand which one was actually him was or not. Which one they were showing? Yeah. Um, but man, uh, Idris Elba crawl, 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 crawls, uh, crawl, crawls. Minions are terrible. They are just <laughs> the worst at everything. Um, so they save everyone. Obviously, they get him on their their teleporter and get everyone out, and then. They get in the U.S. Frank, U.S.S. Franklin, yeah, and that was cool. I like that part when they fall off the yeah they fall off the cliff and they they, they like kind of look over at Sulu mm. like are you gonna pull up now? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was fun. Um, Those ships can take a beating. Oh my god! Yeah, they can. Just go through mountains. Just like <laughs> I don't understand where all the Krolls pilots stayed. That base seemed awfully small to hold yeah, that many people. Yeah, I would agree with that. Especially if there was two per ship. In there, the, in there were like, things. yeah, there were like those, those, a few of those like uh, trees that like housed the ships. Almost, yeah, yeah. And it was like, did they just stay up there the whole time? Yeah, like because right when he like took off, they were all just like, <laughs> and went out. Like, oh, I, yeah, I didn't get that. That was not done well. There should have been a bigger scale of the his base, base. Just the base just seems so small. Yeah, it's like easy to get out of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah primitive, like tense. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get that part. Um, let's talk about the last action sequence <laughs> with the Beastie Boys. Um, I take it from both of you, you guys freaking love that shit. Yeah. Which is basically, there's kind of this... Um, They're beasts. Um, there's kind of this Mars attack gimmick in this movie where the music destroys these guys because yeah. it's at a certain frequency, right? Is that well, what, is that, yeah. Is that what? It's set up, Jayla is like listening to music. Right. Like uh, NWA on her, was it NWA? No, it was Public Enemy. Uh, yes, she's listening to Public cool. Enemy fight the power while she's working on this ship and Simon Pegg is like, oh, you like the music? And she's like, yes, I like the beats and the shouting. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, so that's set up and then they are trying to think of a way to throw off their frequent, their communication frequencies, which will cause them to crash into each other. Uh, and right when they started talking about that, I, w- I knew it was coming. I just started like laughing, like they're going to start playing music to their, you know, to kill all these things. It was really fun. It was fun. But so this is what I'm t- my thing is it was really fun, but like 
because they used sabotage in the trailer, I was like not surprised by it at all. And I was like, it wasn't that like if, if I had not known that that was going to be in the movie, I would be like, Oh, this is a callback to the first one. Like, this is crazy. That's like, true. And that would have been like, I was like, Holy shit, this is awesome. And like, doesn't Kirk say something like nice choice? Is no, that, is that, is that no. Simon Pegg? Who says that? I don't remember if anybody what is, what says that. What does Kirk say? I don't know what Kirk says, but but Bones said McCoy says, "Is that classical music?" Right, because right. <laughs> it's the future. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. They they said like, "Do you got you got your song picked down?" And she's like, "I have a perfect one," and then it's kicked on. It was edited well. I really liked the way it edited with the the music and everything. Like yeah. when. The when Yorktown, yeah, when Yorktown gets like the signal, they're like, blast it, and they like right when they're about to attack, and all of them just explode into yeah, like, a I mean, huge wall of fire. That, I think that's a credit to Justin Lin to be able to you know yeah, do yeah, that yeah, scene absolutely. and make people not like laughing and like the like make people laughing because it's cool and not laughing because it's, it's cheesy. Corny, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, people in the in my theater were like, like fuck yeah, like that was awesome, mm-hmm. like laughing, like. That was cool. Yeah, I wonder what like hardcore Trek fans think of that stuff. Uh, whatever, it's not for them. Um, <laughs> it's not for them. <laughs> um, it's a Star Trek movie. It's did, not did, for did, you, did, Star did Trek fans. Trailer, just quickly, did the, did the sabotage being in the trailer affect it to you at all? Or no, no. You're just no. like, yeah, not, that is what it is. No, right. I was kind of hoping they play a different song to be honest, but it Me worked. Too, but, it worked. Um, I was kind of hoping they play another like rap song. Right. But I did like they cut to like while they were on the Franklin like Chekhov like tapping his foot mm-hmm. and then like grooving as they're like <laughs> Which, flying yeah, through and and, and uh, before we wrap it up shortly or obviously memory to uh, Anton Yelchin mm-hmm. really, um, yeah kind of sad seeing him in this but mm-hmm. yeah. and he had a he had a pretty big role in it too whereas in the other ones he didn't talk a lot in this one That's he true. he was yeah. in it a lot he was in the part where they're they go into the fallen disc, yeah, the wreckage, right. and you know get out, which was fun too. I liked how she, that woman died when uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> they yeah. like blow up the blasters of the the disc and cause it to roll over on itself mm-hmm. and just crush her. <laughs> that was great. I loved it. Sulu's gay. Sulu's gay. Yeah. What did you guys <laughs> think about that? Like the way that that was. Uh, I, li- I, I like what I like having a gay character in it, but I. Also, like what George Takei said about yeah. it. What did, I see, I didn't actually read it. So George Takei, who played Sulu in the original show and is gay, but Sulu's character was never no explicitly. Never. I don't know if he was either, but I don't know if they ever. I don't think it was ever. But talked about. Um, what did he have to say about it? That he likes there being a gay character in it, but like make a new gay character. Sulu right. already has his whole story. You, yeah, and I, I <laughs> yeah, you're kind of like, just make a new character that can you're kind of fucking with the original source material and kind of not doing a service to Roddenberry's uh, yeah. but creation. And also just like, why can't it be completely new and fresh and like a character that's its own yeah. character? Is yeah. I'd introduce a new gay, right. Char- right. gay character into that being said, I mean, it didn't really serve it a purpose. No, it didn't serve a purpose. I will say that like, I don't feel like it felt for me, I didn't feel like it felt like forced in there. I felt like it just felt normal and fine, and like it didn't, like if and if no one had like said anything about it before the movie, like I would just be like, yeah, okay. I don't know. Like there was so much press about it beforehand. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
So, See, I, but I, and I like. I mean, I, that's that's fine. You know, that's that's like. But it just seems kind of weird that they pick Sulu, considering George Takei well, is gay. Why, I, think that's why, I think that's probably yeah. why, right? But it all. But that's what, like, why do it anyway if it didn't really affect the movie yeah. at all? Like, yeah. why I mean, I even do that? This thing is like make a character where like this is a. Like, yeah. I don't know, like. Because like we're 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 dealt with like one scene, two scenes with them, like two shots with the them in it where they get off the the enterprise and they're on yorktown and they're like oh you're here and they yeah. have an adopted daughter and and then uh and then when they're attacking yorktown and they're trying to save yorktown like it shows them like running like oh no you know and that's mm-hmm. it that's all we get from that like are we supposed to then be like yeah that makes us feel more for yorktown mm-hmm. like we already feel for yorktown because there's tons of people and children who right, live there right. and it, it was just kind of it was needless there was no point for that. Needless, maybe, but I'm not gonna. I mean, I don't. Know if I'm not gonna like dog the movie for it. I guess. No. Should have gone back to the old days and made the villain gay. You know, <laughs> they're like really, really mysterious and like mischievous. <laughs> maybe we'll you know, see, like an old maybe noir we'll see, movie. Maybe, maybe we'll see more of Sulu's family in the next one. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they're setting it up. That's what, that's that's the Warner that's Brothers a, thing. <laughs> just wait for the next one. Uh, the next right. one will explain everything, guys. Speaking of that, let's let's, yeah, let's, let me, let's do our final thoughts. I mean, okay, uh, okay. I can do those. Trying to think about it. Well, my my, I, I want to say too that this felt for me like it felt more of like a Mission Impossible movie where like that's a self-contained. You know, those those are like self-contained mm-hmm. stories that are just it's just an adventure. That's what it is. There's no anything here, and that, again, that's why I liked it. Um, so I do recommend it. I think it, it's on the same vein as that. You know, like when we saw Mission Impossible Five last year. I loved that movie. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot of fun. Movie. That was yeah. fun. I haven't watched it since. I haven't really thought about it since. But I still love that movie. And I feel like come 2017, I'm gonna look back on this summer and Star Trek Beyond and think the same thing. Like that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's not keeping you thinking. And I yeah. like The Witch might, or like mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars might, or even Star Trek One might. Yeah. Your final thoughts? Yeah. Um, Recommendation. Yeah, I, I recommend it. Yeah. I I do too, and I mean, I, because it is a it's a fun movie. Um, it is fun. I mean, it's not perfect, and like I said, it's probably my least favorite out of all of them. But um, it it does new things that I I think work and and also don't work. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's still a fun fun trip to go on. It's really the I mean all the you know, but it's really the summer action movie right now. Yeah, there really hasn't we're, been you know, one <laughs> you guys are gonna go see suicide squad and we're gonna talk about that next week but so far it's star trek really yeah I mean, what did, well you, i mean you, you civil war it. i guess is summer but so it wasn't, it wasn't early really. summer you recommend seems it, like an eternity right? ago uh but also doesn't i yeah no i do recommend it it's a great self-contained action fun entertaining movie and there's great visuals cool effects um funny it's funny uh, my favorite shot is when they're in their escape pods and they're like shooting out of the disc and Kirk, we see like Kirk's vision of like mm-hmm. the, the disc just crashing to the planet. Um, I also want to point out their like their suits, their like coats that they're wearing when they land on the planet are really cool. I, they are cool. I, yeah. I noticed that because usually what they're, what enterprise crew are wearing is not cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were badass. All right. One more final question about Star Trek for you guys. Why beyond? What is the title of this uh, movie? Because they're going beyond the where anyone else has gone. Well, not really. 
Because they're because other people, other people have been there, there. <laughs> and they know that. Well, I just kiboshed that theory. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Is there, is there, is there, it just seems like a very random title. It is. At least it's not like the beginning of Actually, something or the dawn of something. I or did the read the age of something. The original series takes place uh, around like from what I was, what I read and what I heard. Uh, the original series takes place from when when this like movie would end, like. They're three years into their first like major mission. I see. So maybe now it's like we're beyond that point now. Okay, I can buy that. That's interesting. Also, did you know that they the, call they called Jayla Jayla because they wanted her to be like Jennifer Lawrence's character in Winter's Bone? So they had her on the in the script called Jayla, and they didn't know what to call her, so they just ended up changing it to Jayla. That's. Mm funny and i don't know why they would admit that but that's funny that's simon Pegg admitted it <laughs> hmm. um all right so we all recommend star trek um fun movie uh we end every episode with some uh, netflix recommendations or video on demand recommendations at all um uh i'll start i, I like i said i obviously again i'm gonna recommend stranger things but uh it's election season Fun, not to get because it's because it's so much fun. You know, I actually told someone I was I was beginning to watch this, and they said, "Oh, don't do that. It's gonna make you depressed." But Mm -hmm. I'm looking for it to actually comfort me. I've never seen this show before, but it's been on Netflix forever. It's been in my queue forever. I started The West Wing last week, (gasps) um, and uh, I'm enjoying it. Two episodes in, so I'm gonna keep keep at it. But you know, I really I hope it's gonna make me feel, if if not just any if if nostalgic, if anything, and if. If not more than that. Oh, it's so good. And there'll be episodes where you're like, this is still timely today. I, that's, oh, I, it's I, so I good. I don't, I could, I could see that happening already, really. Um, Colin, what are you, uh, uh, recommending this week? Yeah, like I said, I finished Stranger Things. Great. I still recommend that. Um, mine's an easy one. I, I saw this popped up on Netflix a few, a few weeks ago. Uh, The Big Short, one of my favorite movies from last year, is, Damn, on, that's on, Netflix? Is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So if anyone hasn't seen that, it's a, it's a good, funny, depressing movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm recommending a documentary series, original documentary series on Netflix called Last Chance You. Um, football is starting in about a month. Yes, it is. And it is a documentary about Eastern Mississippi Communi- Community College. And they have a national championship winning junior college football team. Uh, LeGarrette Blount went to there and a bunch of other football players came out of there. They have like currently 11 players in the NFL um players who usually are in trouble with like drugs or the law got kicked off of their division one teams come here they play for a little bit and then they try to get back into a division one school or they try or they try to go to the pros straight from there um it's it reminds me a lot of uh that that documentary that came out that won the Academy Award undefeated um but it's also a lot more like Hard Knocks. And it's very good. Cool. I, I've only seen like 40 minutes of the first episode. And I'm like, yep, I'm going to be watching this. Because so, nice. it starts off with like slow-mo footage of a brawl on, on the field. Is that on Netflix? Yes, that, it is. Okay. It's an original Netflix show. Oh, it's original? Yep. Oh, nice. Nice. Cool. Netflix, killing it. Killing it. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's all we have uh, this week. Uh, next week, like I said, we'll do Suicide Squad. We'll get into that one. We're going back into the DC Warner Brothers uh, universe. Lucky us. Uh, lucky, <laughs> lucky us. us. Um, if you have any thoughts on Star Trek Beyond, Stranger Things, because we do want to do episodes on that, 
Um, or if you have thoughts on Suicide Squad this weekend, email us at warwordsfilmcast at gmail.com. Please, we want to get you, uh, I know, I see you guys are listening. I want to get your opinions out there, too. Or hit us up on Twitter at warwordsdt. Um, again, this is the Warwords Filmcast for Colin and Mitch. I'm Kale. See you next week with Suicide Squad. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production. Your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk. <laughs>